This is the Marketing Natives, providing actionable ways to grow, improve, and succeed in your business. And now, your hosts, Christian and Aaron. Welcome to another episode. Today, we're going to be talking about three ways to optimize your clothing website to increase sales. We're talking about hamburger menus, we're talking about automatic sliders, we're talking about speed, and we're talking about videos. It's going to be a really good episode. I'm super excited. I, I love e-commerce and I love, um, it, it's great. It's like instant gratification when you can sell something online and you can see like, oh, this ad was directly related to this purchase here. And I guess from one of the biggest issues that I see is that um, the ads are not necessarily the issue. The website is, which is kind of what prompted this episode. So, all right, let's jump into this. Let's get it. All right, so first off, we're going to talk about hamburger menus and automatic sliders. When You, you want to explain what those are because hamburger menus, people are probably thinking of like, you know, A McDonald's. nice, juicy In-N-Out or Whataburger. Do you say McDonald's? Yeah, I said McDonald's, but we don't That's, like either. Yeah, terrible. Whataburger or, or In-N-Out. Yeah, no. there you go. Um, Anyway, so uh, so let's go with hamburger menus. So hamburger menus are usually, you typically see them on the mobile version of the website, and they're typically on the left top corner, and they're usually three horizontal lines stacked on top of each other, and they just kind of look like a hamburger, I guess, because of the, you know, bun, burger, bun combo. Pickles, lettuce. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, no, normally, yeah, three little lines, horizontals, um, on the top corner of your website and usually when you click on it that's where you get the full menu um, I guess on on mobile they're they're very hard to replace uh, because typically e-commerce websites do have a lot of uh, what is that called a uh, Navigation links. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's way too many places to click on the website. Yeah, so, I mean, on a mobile site where, you know, space is very limited, uh, it's very hard to avoid the hamburger menu. But uh, something that you can do to improve the user experience is to include the word menu along with the hamburger menu. Um, This just makes it easier and, I guess, more pleasing to the eye. And, you know, it's just better for the customer to know that, okay, that's where I need to go to start shopping. Um, another great way to avoid, I guess, the hamburger menu on mobile, um, is to have that exactly is have a, a shop now button that will sort of walk them through and, you know, with, for, for all your, your items. So, uh, let's say, yeah, you're a clothing boutique and you have tops, bottoms and shoes and that's all you sell. So right there, right off the gate, you know, you have that shop now button that will take you to another page that has tops, bottoms and shoes. Um, for them to look at um, now something that we do say is do not do not do hamburger menus on desktop versions of the website um, I mean with the desktop version you have all the real estate possible uh, to make it easier for them to just click on tops and move on you know by adding that hamburger menu on a desktop website you're adding you know, more clicks for that person or that customer to find the top that they want. They have to click the hamburger menu and then they have to click tops and then they get to see the product. So just make it easier for them and avoid the hamburger menu altogether when you have a uh, desktop version of your website. Yeah, I think that's, you only think that it's one extra step, but that one extra step could be the difference between 10% of your sales or not. Just because 
there's so much that could happen between that one step. It stops them from clicking the add to cart button. Like it really does affect it a lot. Yeah. Um, and then you mentioned the automatic sliders. Yeah. So the automatic sliders are just, they're usually on the, what we call the hero section. So right under the navigation, you'll see those big banner images. We call that the hero section of the website. And uh, for the past few years, I guess the, the automatic part of that has become very popular for people to include multiple, you know, banner images and just have them automatically rotate. Um, I think it's fine to have a rotating slider, you know, as your hero section, but don't make it automatic where it automatically just starts. Make it so that the customer has to click on it and, you know, see other things. Um, so we typically try to avoid these sliders because they are very distracting um, from, I mean, visually, you know, you go to a website and you want people to do one action, which is purchase. Um, if you have something that's sliding, uh, it catches people's attention and it deters from people doing what they came there to do, which is purchase your product. Um, so that's another, you know, big one. Um, so I guess the, the, our first point was to avoid these two things, avoid the hamburger menus and avoid the automatic rotating sliders. Yes. You do those two things and you're really going to help your website stand out because um, we say this because a lot of people build their websites themselves or they just hire people that are website designers that aren't necessarily in the business of understanding the marketing for your business uh, where it's supposed to generate you business online. Yeah, um, I, was, I was actually reading something the other day where uh, Squarespace and Wix and all that, like people think that <laughs> they should follow the design of these templates that they see on Wix and, and Squarespace. Uh, but in reality, these templates are not made for optimization. They're just made to look pretty. You know, all these templates that you see on all those websites and all that, they're made from from designers, like you're saying, to, they're made to look pretty. Not They're not optimized by, you know, the marketing or sales or any data um, to support that having a hamburger menu works on a, a desktop version. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're with a Squarespace website right now, one of the things that bothers me the most, and this is something to think about because... Uh, it, this is not for our list, but just a, a uh, what is the correct word? The uh, public service announcement. You you don't want the people to be able to go to your website, click on a product, and then have to click the back button up in the top hand corner to go back to other products to look at them. And with Squarespace, that's like one of the main things you have to do. You look at one single product, and you can't go back and browse others very easily. So whenever you do that, uh, it really just takes away from. Uh, the ability to scroll through multiple products at one time. So, all right, number two, let's get back here, is um, the way to optimize your website to increase sales. And this is a huge piece here, and that is that it needs to run fast. Um, I can't remember the exact data, but basically every second that your website loads slower than three seconds, that's potentially 10% of the business is gone. Wait, you can't remember the data, but you just gave us some data. Yeah, I know. I, get, I lied. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's one second. And I, the reason why I say that is because I can't remember if it's like three seconds or three and a half seconds, but roughly after every three seconds, so four seconds that your t website takes to load, if it takes that long, you're losing 10% of your business because people leave. And you're like, oh, I'm not that impatient myself or, you know, I, I don't do that. But if you find yourself like looking or on Facebook or something like that and it doesn't load and you're like, why is this not doing that? And you get frustrated or you go to a website and you're like just clicking on it from Instagram or coming somewhere and you go to load something and it just doesn't load. And you're like, whatever, I'm out of here. I'm going back to Instagram or I'm going back to Facebook. That happens a lot. 
And if you think about it, four seconds, let's just pause for four seconds. Okay, that, that was, was a long that was time. A, that was a long time. Can you imagine sitting on your phone no. right there? And oh, man. To, that was a long time. Yeah, it really felt like an eternity. Yeah, and you guys were like, wow, they paused for dramatic. Of yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, crazy. yeah, it needs to be fast. Yeah, and uh, technically, like, the number one thing that you should be doing right now is either going to, um, what is it called? The Google, I mean, Google has a pretty good one where it tells you exactly, you know, some of the things that you can uh, improve on your website. Um, but there's also, uh, I think it's Pingdom, it's another one. Um, but I would check your website on multiple sources and check the speed of your website for multiple sources so you can get a better understanding of what exactly is your speed because dif different websites that test the speed of the of, of your website uh, will have different criteria that they they base those tests on so I would do it for multiple websites uh, to check your your, your speed and uh, right there from those websites they'll give you suggestions on things that you can do. Um, normally a lot, I mean, a lot of things, uh, that has to do with the, with the size of the website has to do with either one picture sizes or number two, uh, plugins or, uh, attachments or things like that, that you add, uh, to your website that just bog it down and just slow it down dramatically. Um, but yeah, I would definitely recommend you to look at it from multiple sources. Um, and I would do this regularly. I mean, if, if out of the three things that we're telling you today, this is the one that you should probably be doing every month, just checking the speed and always, always be optimizing, always be looking out for new things that you can do for your website um, that will, you know, make it faster. What is that? That was our infamous rap air horn. So whenever you meet us in person, just call us the rap horn guys. Um, <laughs> That'd be funny. All right, so this is our favorite part of the episode, kind of. Um, it's where you get to find out a little bit more about us, Aaron and Christian, and the guys behind this mic. Um, we are located in Allen, Texas, over the Jaeger office suites in Allen, obviously. Um, we are suite 271. Come by and say hi. We got a new skateboard in the office, so if you want to do tricks, um, and potentially by the time you're reading the, or listening to this, we will hopefully have a basketball goal. So come by, hang out chill with us um, and we'll talk marketing uh, but I want to really focus on um, these next couple of weeks as you are getting into the fourth quarter and starting to think about 2019 a lot of people get to the fourth quarter and they're like all right you know I'm done with 2018 I'm thinking about 2019 what's going to be great about 2019 and as you're thinking about that if your marketing marketing wasn't up to par or you weren't hitting the goals that you wanted to hit because you're like oh, I just don't want to hire somebody um, this may be the time to uh, think about talking to us and figure out you know do you need that new website do you need those online advertising ads on Facebook or Instagram uh, so that you can drive more sales or traffic to your website and grow your business so if you are thinking about how to have an awesome 2019 and make it way bigger than 2018 um, shoot us a message you can shoot it to hello at bitbranding.co that's hello at bitbranding.co or just shoot us a direct message on Instagram or uh, yeah that's really those are big things but we're on everything every social network as bitbranding so if you have questions we want to help you with your marketing online in 2019 awesome You're so good at those commercials, man. Oh, thank you. I can't. I'm looking at him right now. I don't know if he's being sarcastic. So. No, I'm being serious. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was thank really good. I cannot do that. Yeah. 
Well, if you listened to last week's episode, we were... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I screwed that one up bad. <laughs> but it was fun. Yeah, so listen to episode 65. Go back and listen to it. But that's our authenticity. I didn't edit it out because for fun. Gotcha. All right, let's go back to this. So three ways to optimize your clothing website to increase sales. So number three, coming in even hotter than number one and number Ooh, two. burning. It's to create videos for all your products. Um, I think this is something that a lot of websites, a lot of e-commerce websites in general, are not doing. Uh, it's so easy to do. Um, I know we were talking about speed on the website on the previous one, but this is something that won't add any more data to your website because all you're doing is embedding videos from either YouTube or Vimeo and, in essence, creating more SEO juice for your website as well. Um, if you create these videos correctly and put their correct tags and meta tags and descriptions. Um, so yeah, definitely do one video for all your products where you can actually share, you know, those new shoes in every possible angle, uh, have someone walking with the shoes and, you know, have someone showing the bottom, showing the top, showing how they look with different pants, jeans, skirts, shorts, and all that. And to be honest, like I've done that before. And even your customers right now are probably doing that right now. They're looking for a product. You, you're showing them only three pictures and that's it. You know, usually when, when it comes to buying shoes, at least, and I've done this in the past, I would look at the shoes and then I'll be like, OK, I kind of want to see more of this because usually shoes and photographs, they don't ever look the same in real person. No they way. always like the shape of them is just a little bit different. Like the toe box is so much smaller. Yes, or, yes. Yeah. or maybe it's like a little bit more bow shape. I don't know. It's just weird. But I always go to YouTube and check out some unboxing videos of that particular shoe. And it's just so much better. It's so much better to have a video instead of just images. I was going to say, and uh, I do the same thing. Like, I will watch hours of reviews of running shoes to figure yeah. out, like, mm -hmm. how does this fit? How it, like, because you want to know. Um, so, wow, that is, that's a great idea. I think every single one of our clients who are doing e-commerce right now, why we, we need to have you do those. But if you aren't, I would love that project. Even we're about to take on a product that sells... Um, it's not clothing, but food online. And I think even something like that could be, you know, worthwhile, but especially clothing. Like, what does it look like from the side? You know, mm -hmm. what kind of person is this wearing? Because you get to really humanize your brand and say, like, oh, this girl, I can relate to this girl. And this is the shirt that she's wearing. And yeah, that's that's huge. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it is. And think think about I know we're talking about clothing, but even and this is kind of weird. It might seem weird, but I mean, men usually don't buy a lot of cologne or they're not usually, you know, you buy cologne once every two or three years or six years. Eight yeah. Years. And, and then it's usually someone gives it to you like as a gift. You don't ever go out and buy cologne. Um, but I recently had to go buy cologne uh, were this you smelling? year. Huh? Like, were you smelling or what's the? No. So I actually went to the place and bought it and just smelled a few and whatever. But then afterwards I was like, oh, I wonder if it's like on you. Like, because the one I bought, it was like a unknown brand, like. You've never heard of it, but there's a huge following on YouTube of people who do videos and they review and test the, and they're like cologne connoisseurs and they tell you like, ah, oh, this is like a woody, fruitful, long lasting flavor. Like, dude, it's insane. But I found a guy, his name is Cuba, I think a Cuba knows or something on YouTube. And he does, this is all he does is just reviews of colognes and he's funny and it's like, it's pretty entertaining. Um, but I found out like the cologne that I bought from the store was actually his in the top five of 2018 colognes that have come out this year. And I was like, Oh, well that's kind of cool. And did you just get like, I mean, I'm just, 
talking because, I mean, we're talking about videos and this is not necessarily clothing, but again, it's another thing that you would not think that you need to make a video of, but people do make videos of reviewing colognes and telling you what they smell like and all that. And it's crazy. I mean, he has a huge following people asking him questions and all that. So, I mean, it's great. It's great. Yeah. And there's not, so if you're listening to this now, it's, you know, September of 2018, Look at really adding videos to your product. Like, just do it for a couple of your products and see, compare those sales for those products uh, to the ones that don't have videos and almost guarantee that you're going to sell more of those products because people can imagine it. Um, so, we need to do as much as we can to optimize sales um, online as possible. Yeah. All right. So, there you have it. Three ways to optimize your clothing website to increase sales. We talked about getting rid of the hamburger menu, getting rid of automatic sliders making sure your website is running fast and creating video for your products. Again, if you like this episode, make sure to subscribe or leave us a review on iTunes. Thank you for listening. Peace. The Marketing Natives Podcast is a production of Bit Branding. 